Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion Team. A chance to visit with young Mariners outfielder Jared Kellner who played a role in that comeback attempt. And Jared, how nice is it to finally get in that first game in a big league camp and, and play as well as you did yesterday against the Rangers? Uh, I think going into it, it was a little nerve-wracking with it being such a long time since we last played. But once we got in there, I think everybody felt that I was just like riding a bike. I saw you have two really good at-bats yesterday. The walk you scored a run, the double... And you also scored a run. The first at bat, the walk. Where did you get that plate discipline? Um, you know, I think uh, it was really just I told myself that, you know, first game I was going to be patient and just look for my pitch and something that I could do or something that I could do damage on. And um, in the first at bat, I got hit in the forearm, but it didn't really hurt. It was all good. But then the next, next at bat, I doubled, but I was just trying to tell myself, like I said, get my pitch and be able to do damage on it. You got that pitch, and I want to talk about the double now because you hit the double the other way into left field. You're a left-handed hitter. When did you learn to use foul line to foul line? Uh, when I was really young, that was something that my my dad really in, like ingrained into me. Is you know anybody can hit the inside pitch, and so I've really focused on all my life really handling that pitch away because if um, if you, a lot of times guys can't handle it, and once the pitchers realize it, they'll just start pounding you away, and it'll be a tough tough uh, at bat. Last year you made three stops in West Virginia, Modesto, and you got up to Double A Arkansas. Overall, he hit 291 and 20 plus home runs and almost 70 runs batted in. What what did you learn at each stop last year at West Virginia, Modesto, and at Double A Arkansas? Uh, I think a lot of it, really, uh, in a nutshell, would have been um, separating each day into one in, into one day because uh, this it's this long season, and I think that. Um, when you learn how to separate each day as one single day, um, it makes it that much easier and um, you're that much more relaxed. really came through the organization and you're on your way. Tell me a little bit about what are your goals this year at uh, spring training? Um, I think my goal, along with everybody's goal, is you know I want to be the best guy in camp. That's something that I've, I've, uh, I have my eyes set on, and I think everybody here has their eyes set on that they want to be the best guy here. Um, but at the same time, I want to learn how to um, just have fun. And I'm, I'm a very tense individual, and, and I want to learn how when, you know, when I'm playing, when I'm not playing, to just relax and really uh, focus and have fun. Looks like you had a lot of fun yesterday in game one of the season. What are you working on uh, this spring to get to where you want to be? Uh, just that. Uh, I'm working on, you know, being not as – even though I am a tense individual, but I'm, work, I'm trying to work on just, you know um, – 
having fun and realizing that you know it's not a life or death situation out there. I'm playing. I, I get. I'm lucky enough to play the game that I love every day. And whether I, uh, you know, hit a walk off home run or strike out, uh, the sun comes up tomorrow. I tell you what, we got the sun up uh, this afternoon, getting ready to play the Cubs. Talking about fun, it's fun watching you and Julio Rodriguez together. When when you hit that double, he almost jumped out of the dugout. He roots for you. You root for him. You guys, it looks like. You're attached to the hip. Can you talk a little bit about the dynamics between you and this 19-year-old kid? You're only 20. Yeah, I think we have a special uh, relationship. I mean, us being the two youngest guys here, we uh, we're really pulling for each other because we both, both of us, it's very clear we want to be the best guy in camp. Um, it's a competitive relationship at the same time, but it ultimately makes us better. And, uh, you know, anytime Julio just does something good, I'm the first one on the top step. Anytime I do something good, you know, he's the first one on the, the top step. But, or, and whenever we do something bad, vice versa, I'm, if he does something bad, I'm the first one to be there for him and cheer him up. And if I do something bad, he's the first one there to say, hey, man, it's all good. Jerry, tell us a little bit about growing up in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Where is it? What was it like growing up in Waukesha for a young Jared Kelnick? Uh, you know, I come from a town out of Waukesha, just just out of Milwaukee, which is southeastern Wisconsin. Um, it's uh, it's we're not blessed with great weather, especially in the winter, in the fall, and spring, really. Um, so it was definitely tough uh, trying to get my name out there. And um, but it's a, it's a sm- the town that I'm from is it's a smaller town, but um, it's home for me. A little chilly uh, this winter. I heard. Minneapolis had like a minus 36 degrees one day. Well, how cold did it get in Waukesha this winter? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago it was uh, it was like negative 10. I heard from my parents. Um, but yeah, it's definitely uh, it's not especially right now the winter or the weather's not glamorous. Always play baseball. I'm, I'm sure you did. But did you play other sports as well, Jared? Yeah, I played uh, I played basketball up until my sophomore year, um, and then I played football up until my freshman year. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed all sports. Uh, I was really competitive in all of them. And uh, a lot of, there's times where, like, I miss playing basketball, I miss playing football. Point guard or power forward, what did you play basketball? I could shoot. I didn't really like to drive because I just didn't like getting hit in the face all the time. But uh, I, could, I could shoot. I was a three-point specialist, I think. Glad you concentrated on baseball. What was it like for you? You're, you're now you're, you're really doing well in, in baseball and you're a senior in high school and the New York Mets – draft you in the first round a couple of years ago with I believe the sixth overall pick how exciting was that and what went through your mind that day on draft day you know it was a very stressful day it was a day I'll never forget um but at the same time uh it just I when I I remember when I heard my name called it was like all this weight just fell off my shoulders because like that's what I dreamed of that's what I wanted to do I wanted to be a professional baseball player and to hear it um, called. I mean, I wasn't necessarily worried about who was who was calling it, um, but just to hear it, uh, it's something that you can never, like, you never truly understand until it happens to you. Yeah. And uh, it was the, one of the best days of my life. Did you have any idea, Jared, that you'd be a first-round pick and go that high in the draft? Yeah, I think that um, there were talks going on. Like I'd heard about it when I was uh, like a sophomore in high school. Wow. Um, and I had been committed when I was, like, in eighth grade. So it was really early. Um, but then, obviously, once I was committed, well, now the next step is trying to get picked as high as possible and go in the draft. And so when I was about a sophomore, freshman in high school, there was talks about me po- possibly going in the first round. Visiting with Jared Kelnick and, and Jared now, you get drafted by the Mets. But right away, the big trade, 
between the Mariners and the Mets, Robbie Cano and Edwin Diaz go to New York, and the Mariners are able to acquire you, and thank goodness you're now here wearing a Mariners uniform. What did you think about the trade at that point in your very young professional career? I was excited. Um, it was like the draft process all over again, not as not as intense, um, but it was a fresh start with a new organization. It was a new city, a new home, and I, I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't get, re- I couldn't, I wasn't, I was, I was really excited to get out here and um, just start over. Who taught you how to hit? Uh, I think a lot of people. I mean, my dad has been um, somebody that's influenced how I hit. I have a guy named Sean Smith back home that I hit with, uh, R.J. Fergus, who I've uh, I've worked with, but and Joe Randa, who played in the big leagues for a long time with the Royals. And um, but at the same time, I think you're your own best coach, and that's something. It's a feel thing. And uh, throughout my career, when I'm swinging, um, I'm really trying to just you know pull all the information I can, and uh, like really just trying to learn for myself. Also, watching and, and reading the stats from what you did last year, and you were outstanding at three different levels. You also had 20 stolen bases. I like the fact that you can hit, you can hit for power, you can drive in runs, and that part of the game as well. Uh, where where did that come along for you? You know, I think I've always been fast. Uh, I think it comes from my parents. Uh, both my parents are, are, were very fast. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, I stole 20 bases. But looking back on it, that's one thing that I do want to get better at because uh, I think I only got thrown out two or three times maybe, and that's not enough. Like, I think the ratio needs to be a little bit more, and I need to have more attempts to steal more bases because, you know, if I what if I were to be able to steal 30 bases and get thrown out six times? Well, I'll take that. Like, um, but so I think, I think uh, going into this next season, um, stealing more bases is definitely going to be uh, a goal of mine. Growing up in Waukesha, Jared, a uh, big Brewers fan. Who were your baseball heroes growing up? Yeah, uh, definitely a Brewers fan. Still to this day, um, I'm actually family friends with Craig Council, a manager over uh, in Milwaukee. I was just told from Scott that I'll be starting tomorrow against Milwaukee, and that's going to be uh, surreal. My parents come tomorrow for that game. Um, but you know, growing up, I always enjoyed. Wa- I, I mean, I, I always enjoyed watching baseball, uh, playoff baseball, whoever it was. Um, but you know, watching Prince Fielder and like Ryan Braun when he was coming up, um, Corey Hart, which I got to know now. Like I, I'm kind of I'm, I wouldn't say I'm friends with them, but like we talk on a regular. And then, um, but yeah, just like those names, those the the younger Brewers guys like Ricky Weeks. Those are the guys that I watched. I tell you what, there's eventually in the very near future, there's going to be a lot of kids up in Seattle watching uh, Jared Kelnick. Jared. Appreciate the visit. Thanks a lot, and best of luck this spring, young man. Thank you so much, Rick. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.